the Hotshot with Kids Podcast Network. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Out with kids with Mike Klein Jr. and Mark Davila, and this is TV Cynics. And if you don't know by now what show we're talking about today, you're then fucking get the fuck stu- out yeah, of you're, here. You're stupid. <laughs> All right, Full House, obviously. Cut it out. Mm-hmm. We could go over all of the catchphrases that came out of this show, but first, there's a two part. Part one will be all catchphrases. <laughs> part two. I'm not sure it deserves a whole episode. Part two will be how I had a huge crush on Candace Cameron. So let's kind of give give me a breakdown of the show, the premise, and when it started, and all that. All right, we have a special guest in the line. It's Kurt Cameron. <laughs> He's going to tell us how bananas prove the existence of God. Why would Kirk Cameron be here for Full House? Because his sister's in the yeah, show. I know. I know. I forgot. I thought he was in the show for a minute. He wasn't. He wasn't on this show. I'm reading Cameron. I'm like, oh, yeah, he was in there. Which, I'm sorry. Candace Cameron was fine, but she only got that fucking job because of her brother. Okay? She's such a great um, actress. It wasn't this on before Growing Pains? Doubt it. Mm. You could look it up, but I'll I doubt it. it. Go give the premise of the show. Man, I told you to do that. (laughs) All right. So apparently in the show, you have a normal family. Mom dies. So so you have single father, three kids, one mystery kid who has two selves. So, but still three kids, we'll say. So he needs help in raising these three children. Never heard of daycare. So he's getting his... Longtime it was friend. Two years before growing pains. Okay, two longtime friend from college, I guess. <clears throat> a road comic, <laughs> and so here I'll do it, but you're doing a bad job. <sighs> Fuck. So you. there's this family who lives in San Francisco, California, the Tanners. It's Danny Tanner and his three daughters. Um, you named Danny Tanner. Name their names. You're doing such a great job. DJ Toby and <laughs> Angelica. Michelle, what was the middle one's name? Who, who, I don't know. I, I don't Tori. know anything. Anyway, so their mom, as in TV, how it always works in TV, the mom died. They never get a divorce. Someone well, has to yeah. die. Yeah. Or the mom just go up and leaves. She abandoned us. Anyway, the mom died, so Danny Tanner apparently is such a fuck-up. He needs help. So he lets his brother-in-law, Jesse Kasopoulos, the Greek guy. So, uh, But the thing is... Realistically, that brother-in-law would not move in for the rest of his life. He is a young, he, handsome when, man. When the show began, John Stamos was 23 years old. And he, I mean, he the dude wants to be a rock star. He's like trying he to was. establish, uh, you know, his career. So, he, I mean, he would have, you know. And he put a lot of work into his hair. Yeah. So helping family is great. He would have stayed for a little bit, helped out, weeks, and then left. Maybe. maybe a month. Maybe a couple months. Yeah. But for the next 50 years? Now, I can understand Dave Coulier staying around because he's a comic. 
Yeah, like I said, he's a road comic. A shitty comic at that. He was horrible. If you ever, I mean, Popeye and Bullwinkle impressions, and um, if you ever... The s- hackiest hack. Yeah, if you ever saw... And this was before we knew that he got blown by Alanis Morissette. Yeah, I know. So. Gives him, that gives him street cred. Yeah. But, but we didn't know that then. I mean, now he's pretty cool. Yeah. Now I like him. But his character on the show... He was a shit comic because every, every once in a while they'd show his act. He'd be on stage doing something. And he would be horrible. on like. With, remember he opened for Wayne Newton. Yeah. And his dad, who was like this like hard ass army military guy, military yeah, man, yeah. showed up and like he. I think he finally made him laugh like huh, huh, something like that. You're funny, son. I'm Bullwinkle. I don't know. What the Even though you're a com- complete fuck up, who's in the basement of your friend's house? I know. You're you're some I'm success. I'm proud of you, son. I'm proud. I'm so proud. I know of you. you're opening for Wayne Newton. You're making fucking big cash as a road comic, but you live in the fucking basement. Well, they he got he left his comedy career because him and Jesse opened up an and they were ad execs. They were doing some jingles. kind of recording yeah, thing. I remember writing, they had a recording studio in the basement. They were writing jingles. So, you know, Jesse would write the music, and I guess... Well, he's a creative guy. Yeah, Dave so. would write the lyrics, and then uh, Joey, I should say, would write the yeah. lyrics. And then it, it, the the other thing about that's also memorable about the show is how the house, like, didn't fit with the... Uh, like, when you saw the picture of the house from the outside, it did not look anything these, like it did on the did inside. these sitcoms... Did they, like, design the set before they found a house? Because... Yeah, one you, had nothing to do with the other. You look at the house that's on the, in San Francisco... The door is like right next to the edge. Like the house is really skinny. They're like it doesn't make any sense. Which yeah. is that's the case with everything. I was I was watching the uh, Brady Bunch remodeling the real house and like they had to have like a whole back part and a second floor because like it just didn't work the way they had the set compared to the real house. They don't understand physics and TV land. Yeah. So um, they all moved in and this is the way it premiered in 1987. And then it was on the TJIF lineup, and then eventually it got so popular they said, "You know what? This is a, we don't need it on TJF. We're moving yeah, it to Tuesdays." Standalone. Tuesdays. So it was. It was like it was one of the more popular shows on TJIF, I guess. Oh yeah, I, I mean this was huge. Everyone knew it. So let's break down all the catchphrases. Uncle Joey, cut it out. All right, that's one. Uncle Jesse, have mercy. That's another one. Yep. Um, Stephanie, which you couldn't remember her name. Stephanie, yeah. Yeah. how rude! That's three. And there was another. Oh, that, that was her. Yeah, I think she. That was she hers. I, I just recall her having one. Um, and then the Olsen twins had multiple catchphrases. No way, Jose! You got it, dude. Oh yeah. There might have been more, but there was a lot of catchphrases floating around. Which is interesting because you don't know what's going to become a catchphrase. You know, writers write things. I'm sure they hope that everything they write becomes a catchphrase, but it doesn't really work that way. Yeah, do you think people are like, "Yeah, we got, we got this. This is going to be a catchphrase." But there, I know, but there was an enormous. If you're a writer, you want that to be your catchphrase. Yeah, you want definitely. The catchphrase to, maybe you get extra money. I don't know. But there was an inordinate amount of catchphrases coming out of that show. There shouldn't have been so many. And then, but Je- of course, Jesse would go, watch the hair. Well, we'll watch the hair. I don't, I'm not sure that was a catchphrase. I'm looking at a list. And I know. He but, did it a lot. Yeah, but it, it didn't catch on. It was not a catchphrase. I think it did. Mm. I say it all the time. 
I think Stephanie, according to this list, Stephanie also said, tell me something I don't know. I don't remember that one. See, a lot of these aren't, no, they're not catch, not real catchphrases. You're in big trouble, mister. Doubt I remember, so maybe. Oh, please. Mm. You were get, some, some of them are weak. Kimmy Gilbert, whoa, baby. And you know, the crazy thing about it, in my mind's eye, Kimmy Gibbler was this gross person. You know, that was her character. That was how uh, she was portrayed. I always imagined her unattractive. And then I was watching some of the reruns, and I'm like, holy shit, Kimmy Gibbler is fucking hot. Oh, and if you watch the... Um, the Netflix one? The Netflix That's a whole other animal. Well, they're all good now. Yeah. Even though they're like 40 years old. Yeah, I was like, man, who knew they were so attractive? Yeah, well, they were little kids. Like I said... In the elementary school, I had a huge crush on Candace Cameron. And I remember one time, as you do when you're a kid, I just kept talking to her, but to people at school. About you were talking to her? No, about her. You went her. crazy? I was talking about her. I just kept mentioning her, like, you know. Did you know Candace Cameron uh, is a sister I was, of I was so, Cameron? you know, not in reality. Like, instead of having a crush on a girl in class. I was, Even that's not reality for you. Well, at that time, yeah. So, but I was like, so, like, I would just, you know, when you have a crush on someone, usually when you're a kid, you just mention them all the time for no reason. So this one guy, he says, stop. Listen, you got to stop mentioning her all the time. And I go, this is what I remember. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say Candace Cameron. I said, I said, I forget. I, I like changed it to something else. I can't remember what I said. But I was like, no, that's not what I said. You misheard me. I wasn't talking about Candace Cameron. Don't be silly, sir. Mm. So you've always been a loser? I guess. Yeah. That's sad. So, and then I guess as the show went along... Did Danny Tanner ever get married? Or was he always just a single dad? No, he had that girl. Yeah, he had He's Vicky. Had, he had girlfriends on and off. Yeah, he remember, I think he was with Vicky. But did he get married? Yeah, that was her name. I don't recall him getting married. I know I Uncle know. Joey got together with, uh, you know, Danny's co-anchor. Lori. Uh, Jailbird Laughlin. Bribe my daughter into college Laughlin. Yeah. As I like to call her Uncle Becky. Yeah, well... So yeah. they got together, they got married, and then, like, Danny and Joey, I don't think ever really... Joey, I don't think ever... He might have, like, one date throughout the series sometime. He, every once, no, every once in a while he had girlfriends, and a lot of the time the storyline was that uh, Uncle Joey was setting them up and they would have, like, double dates and stuff, but it would never really work out for him. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? I'm not going on a date with... Uncle Joe or Uncle Jesse. Are you kidding, man? His runoff is going to be fantastic. No, if it's a double date. Because if it's just you and another... Him and his girl and you and... Some, Are you going to feel... But that's more your insecurity. You're going to if be, it's I, a new... I'm thinking if it's a new girl, you don't want to be going on a, date, a double date with some really handsome guy. Again, that's your insecurity thinking, I'm such a piece of shit next uh, to this guy. Well, it's true. That she's just going to be looking at him like, why can't I be dating him? And she's there, they're does stuck it, with me. It, does it count as insecurity if it's true? <laughs> Tell me that. Actually, it probably still does because there's always going to be people more attractive than you, but it's still how you're looking at yourself. It's your perception. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. But what if you're, what, you're hard on yourself and you're totally accurate? You know what? I always feel like that. Am I being hard on myself or am I, or am I being right? Yeah. I feel like I'm a loser and nobody likes me. Am I, again, what if it's true? Yeah. Maybe it is true. Could it's like, be. Why are you being so negative? Well, I'm right, though. Am I, am I being negative or am I living in reality? I don't have any friends. Oh, shut up. We're friends. Like, well, I don't see you hanging out with me. That's the thing. Yeah. People don't understand the difference between friends and acquaintances. Like, technically, I... 
I have one friend and I, I see you when we record. <laughs> it's similar to the old the thing where they go, um, if you have, if you're having mental issues, not mental issues, but if you're like feeling down or depressed, talk to someone. And then you talk to someone and they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> like they don't care. <laughs> Yeah, like, real, I guess get over it, man. Realistically, I don't have friends. So if I was complaining to somebody, I have no friends in my life. They'd be like, come on, Mark. You have like, no, nah, no, nah, actually, I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't have to do it with Full House, but. Well, Full House. Uh, yeah. Full of friends. Like, no, well, yeah. Joey never really had long term relationships. And the dad kind of did, but only marginally I'm you, more. I think he married Vicky or something like that later on. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not discounting it. I mean, possibly it happened. But and don't, don't forget recall. the uh, biggest character on the show, Comet. Their dog. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it was huge. Now there was a lot of uh, uh, um, ancillary characters. Is that the right word? Yeah. Characters around there was uh, Kimmy Gibbler, of course, the neighbor who was. Now, th- she was just like bullied by everyone. Yeah. Like Kimmy Gibbler. She was like this big if idiot. Kim, if Kimmy Gibbler was a real with. person, she would have been so messed up in her older older age. Very insecure. She'd like, be like you. Like her parents didn't like her. Their neighbors didn't like her. Her best friend didn't like her that Not much. Not so much. Yeah. I mean, they were best friends because they lived next door to each other. But if they like, you know. I, yeah. If I just met you randomly, like, oh, you know, you're in a class of mine in school. I like, feel like the, the fuck is that? I feel like a chance. That chick stinks. The chance of them still being friends by the time Fuller House came on is slim. Yeah. Because I don't talk to any of my neighbors. I know. Real or realistically, even childhood friends. You know, you drift apart. So I'm saying, there's people in my neighborhood I hung out with every day in the neighborhood. And their parents still live there. But I I wouldn't even recognize them if I saw them in a store. Yeah. One guy I used to hang out with every day after school. And they moved away. And then they moved back. And I saw him not that long ago. But it's like, we're not fucking friends. I remember I walked into a gas station. And he was there, and I didn't even recognize him. And he called me over, and I'm like, "Oh, hey!" Pretty much as, as soon as I that was that. As soon as I had wheels, I that was it. Like I didn't hang out with those neighborhood kids anymore because I was on my, you know, I was out. Well, that's the that's the common TV theme though of having like real good childhood friends that that, that those friendships last your whole life. Mm-hmm. That's a television thing. That's not mostly not reality. And that's what gives people these uh, these really high yeah. expectations, and they're not realistic. So we do feel like losers of like you know I don't have all these you know all these great friends who I'm spending all this time with and I'm sharing oh, all my secrets. Yeah, it's a fact that TV can cause depression. Yeah, because you look at that and like this should be happening for me and it's not. What's wrong yeah. with me? You know what like? Look at Full House. They have all these supportive people in their lives. The thing, They're going like, on vacation. That's what I was gonna say. In TV, there was always so many characters and adventures going. On. In real life, you're just sitting in your house, like okay. Yeah, with nothing to do, I sit I, in my room watching. I TV. remember a specific like it was. It always felt like a Sunday, but I don't know if that was the day. It could have been a Saturday, but like there's days, that, probably in like March, and it was dreary out, and like you don't leave the house all weekend, and, it's and you like, probably don't talk to anyone. Yeah, there's no one around but your parents. And it's like you don't even talk to them. Yeah, and it's just like. You just sit there. I just remember being like, oh my God, there's like nothing going on. It's so boring. I don't know what I wanted, but... How many lives has... At least when you're an adult... TV sitcoms ruined. True. At least when you're an adult, you can get in your car and go to the mall or something and yeah. see people. It's like, I'm not interacting with them, but I'm looking at them. Yeah. Almost. I mean, just, it's close enough. You're just sitting in your dreary house watching shitty TV. Watching Full House reruns. Hmm. What a bummer. Way to bring everybody down. 
My, the, I, have, I have a new sitcom called Empty House. So, I want to talk about the Olsen twins real quick, just because they there was a period of time where the Olsen twins kind of took over the world. They were huge. Yeah, they, I mean, they blew up from the show. Which is weird because there's only one of them on the show. I don't know. Well, well there's one at a time. The, the weird part is that, like, they were, they were known as twins, but on the show there was only one of them. Well, yeah. But and nobody knew the difference. Like, could you tell, is there people out there who could tell the difference? Like, oh, this is an episode with Mary Kate. Well, Kate the thing and, is, it was a loop. Can Mary Kate and Ashley know the difference? It was a, probably not. It was a loophole in the child labor laws because it's such a pain in the ass to work with kids in TV because they could, they could only work yeah. like one hour out of the day. So, okay, great. We have twins. That way we can get double the work out of them. We just swap them out and they're interchangeable. Awesome. Now, in the opening of the show, it's a close-up of one of the Olsen twins as a baby. And let me tell you, if you watch that now, she is so ugly. She is not an attractive baby. Are you, so the say, only, are you allowed to call babies ugly? Yes. So the only reason why she was hired as an actor on that show is because... An there actor. Were, there were tw- she's an actor. <laughs> baby actor. Baby actor. That reminds me of a joke. We were watching <laughs> This Is Us last year and there was a... Like a, a preemie baby, and it was, it was obviously like a dummy. But I was like, "Boy, that is a good. Where did they get this good uh, baby actor? That's that's a good. Mm. Uh, he's gonna get an Emmy. That baby actor." Anyway, I was, looking, only, I was looking up his IMDb. The only reason why she was hired is because she was a twin. This made it easy for them to shoot. But through that, I, I don't know if it was them or their parents. They had they, yeah. They had like very controlling like momager father fatherger. Yeah, so they must have been geniuses because whatever they did. What was the production company called? It was like, oh, damn it. Mom and Dad owe me. No, it was like a me. name. They had a name, something. Like they owned all their videos, so they, they, you always used to hear like they are so rich. Yeah, so I mean, they parlayed this part in the sitcom into they made a lot of shitty movies that made a lot of money because little girls liked them. So I think it was Twin Star. Yeah, Dual that star. sounds familiar. Dual star sounds entertainment. Like that. Yeah. So they parlayed it into that, made a shitload of movies, made a shitload of money. Like, hey, let's start doing clothes. More money. Let's start doing jewelry, makeup. More money. I, I'm sure they're into so many things that we don't even know. But they've made billions of dollars all from this shitty sitcom, which is just amazing. Well, that's the weird part about it is that... Now you don't hear so much about it. They don't them. need to be out there anymore. They're still doing like... They're like high fashion or something yeah but they they have so much money it doesn't even matter that you know yeah they they get they get to slow down and just you know enjoy life and kind of do whatever projects they want no, no one really cares no one really hears from them but i've got my billions in the bank david david combined net worth of over 100 million dollars yeah and they haven't done shit in like a decade or two i know amazing and they're kind of weirdos now like you'd think like like everyone in that fucking cast came back for Fuller House, and they're like, "Well, nah, except them. They nah. have so much money. Everyone else could like, I could use an extra check. Like they couldn't just like be cool and come up for one day. No, they couldn't. They couldn't. They're they're too cool. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it just everyone else is like you know friendly, and I mean, I, there are guys that are going. He does, but you know, he he still would, likes being out in the limelight, though. The Olsen twins, I think they're over it. Like they they have enough money they, they really don't need to Heath be there Ledger. anymore. They did, yeah. They might have both killed Heath Ledger because you can't really tell the difference between yeah. the two. So, 
the other thing is they had they brought on some other eventually the uh, the old twins got too old and they're like well we need some kids on the show ex new twins so they, but this time they go you know what we're just gonna have twins on the show yeah instead of having one instead of having twins and just showing one at a time we're gonna have twins we well you do know that occasionally they would bring in like there was like Greek relatives and there was like a Greek Michelle she had like yeah, dark hair I know so that that way they'd have both twins on there together. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is your cousin. She looks just like you, which is very common. All my cousins are identical twins to me. You know, so, I have a yeah. lot of cousins. Well, I don't have a lot, but I have cousins and none of them look anything yeah. like me. Uh, my one cousin is literally a foot taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> right? We look nothing alike. Isn't he bald too? He's not bald. I thought he was. No. I mean, and we have the same shape head. We have Davila heads. The famous Davila yeah. head? Yeah. We, we all, you know, most of us, we have that shaped head. See, I have a tiny head. It's like, you ever remember in uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids when they got, when the parents got uh, unshrunk mm-hmm. and the, the father, like his hat didn't fit right? That's how all the hats fit me. No matter yeah. what size the hat is, that's how it fits me. That's sad. See, mm-hmm. I, we have bigger heads. <clears throat> well, can't I, can I just have a normal head? Like, I don't want it too small or too big. I want a Goldilocks head. Yeah. I don't want to have to, like, I can't find a hat that fits me out. You, you know, don't want to wear a novelty hat like it's a tiny little toy on top of your head, and you don't want to be swimming yeah. in a twenty-gallon hat. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be fitting into youth hats. Like I can put on a youth hat. Be perfect. Oh, perfect fit. Some you, people have to buy youth clothes. A lot of women. I do. A lot of smaller women. And well, you. A youth extra large fits me all right, but the problem is it's, it's too short. Too short. Yeah. It turns into a belly shirt. Yeah. Um. My uh. My nephew had like a, a youth extra large, and I'm like. I, this looks like it would fit me, and I put it on, and it fits okay. Yeah, but again, it's short. That's why you need to. And f- the sleeves are a little too short. I hope short kids too. keep getting fatter because they can make like a <laughs> uh, uh, what do they call it? Youth triple XL. Youth big and tall. Yeah, that's gonna, what I need. Gonna fit you perfect. Can I have a youth big and tall shirt? Start the store. Yeah. I mean, you'd probably do all right. I need a slim and tall store, like you know, longer. Thinner cuts, but longer. Yeah, I'm sure they have that in the big and tall section. No, they don't. No, I You ever go to the big and tall section? Those no. tools are huge. I'm not big or tall. Well, so I have no reason to go in there. I saw a guy at work. He was gigantic. He is gigantic. I'm giant. Like, he is like three, four of me, five of me. Eight of you. I'm like, man, where did that guy find his clothes? Stitches them together. Custom made. Yeah. Anyways, full house. Yeah, dudes like that, you gotta wear sweatpants a lot, huh? He had jeans. Really? Yeah. Specialty jeans. They were they were pretty big. Hmm. I would like to put his jeans on. That'd be funny. <laughs> Probably would be funny. <laughs> I want to put them on. Holy shit! So full house. After I moved to Tuesdays. How long did full house stand there? It was on 1987 to 1995. 95. Shit. So you're you're almost 10 years of the uh, cast's Man. life was spent on the set. How much money do they make just from that show alone? I don't know. I wonder what their salaries were. They weren't like in friends range. Yeah. Still, though, good living. And they, they get a piece <clears throat> of that syndication money. I mean, it's still in syndication. So they're getting that money today. They're still getting a check. Now, th- before we get to the finale, there was um, a bunch of characters. Like, remember the guy from Aladdin? The boy, Yeah, DJ's boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Ooh, I don't know. Like, I would know his name. Only her and um, Kimmy had longtime boyfriends. What was it? The, Kimmy's boyfriend was like some other idiot. Vicky Larson is Danny's girlfriend during seasons five and six and was briefly his fiance from a season six episode, The House Meets the Mouse, until halfway through season seven. 
Vicky is very focused on her career, which proves to be the undoing in her long-distance mm. relationship with Danny. Okay, so they never got married. No. Yeah. See? He, he's, I think part of his character was that, hey, I'm a single dad, so he kind of had to stay that way. It would kind of... I, I think they were scared of changing that dynamic. I guess uh, the grandpa, like the, the mom's father was around, Nick Katopoulos. Yeah. I don't remember. I, I don't thought know. it was Consopoulos. Is it... What, what is it? Kasopoulos. Jesse Kasopoulos. Kasopoulos? I really remember... There's a thing. T, but I don't think you pronounce it. Mm. There's a lot of people I don't remember. Claire Tanner is Danny's mother. I don't remember who the fuck that is. She probably showed up for one episode. Teddy. Oh, I remember Teddy, Michelle's best friend. Oh. Uh, what was the boyfriend's name? Uh, you know, Kimmy. Kimmy's boyfriend. I remember it being like a weird name. Like, it's Durf or something. Yeah, it was like a real dumb guy. Hey. Like, like my girlfriend's dumb, so I have no, to. No, no, that was his catchphrase. Whatever. Yeah, another catchphrase. He was played. No, he was played by Wart from um, Wonder Years. Mm. The same guy, and that was his catchphrase. Whatever. I'm trying to figure out what his name was in the show. Yeah, good luck. But there was um. Were there any spinoffs of Full House? I don't think so. But wasn't there like a semi-famous actress that was one of the friend, like random friends? Could be, but not that I recall. There's enough famous people out of there. Olsen twins. Yeah, well, I don't know. But yeah, there's all these guys, these characters that would show Stamos up. Stamos and Olsen twins are, are like the biggest stars out of there, right? Yeah. Now the other thing was that John Stamos, he was a musician and he did have some success in Japan. Did he? Because he... The character or the real Stamos? Well, Stamos used to tour with the Beach Boys. Probably yeah. still does. But no, at one time, he went to Japan. In the one episode, he moved. He went on tour in Japan with... His, remember he was Jesse... Jesse and the Sharks or something? Jesse and the Rippers. No, Rippers. But yeah. then his record company decided to call him the Raven. And he came down like in, his, in a wire. And he was like this cool metal guy. And then he, he went back to being Jesse and the Rippers. And the other thing is he opened up the Smash Club. Which for some reason he thought it was a great business idea to make it a teen club that didn't sell alcohol. Yeah. It's very lucrative. Yeah, bad business plan. Let's buddy. open up a teen club. Because that'll get people in spending $2 on soda and pizza and video games. Now, what's interesting is that... What, what's the dad's name? Danny. Was, no, his real name. Danny Tanner. Whatever his real name is, I can't remember it at the moment, but he is a notorious dirty comic. Oh, yes. And that, Bob I mean, Saget. Bob Saget, yeah, which I like Bob Saget. And he, like he's like a filthy comic. And, I mean, he kind of had to get away from that for a little while just because he was doing the sitcom. But people are always surprised to find out how filthy he is, really. Yeah. And also, the, the best part of the show is also the... Um, the moment, like every episode at the end, you had a lesson, and you knew when it was gonna start because the music would yeah. start. I think this, I think this is a clip. Hold on. Sounds like it. Yeah, this is it. Hold on, that's a compilation. Oh, yay. Remember when Candace Cameron was in eating and she was like working out like crazy trying to be, not be so fat? Yeah. But that's the thing. You got a lot of baby fat. You are kind of fat. You're chubby. What are you going to do? Of course, no one has what I want. Whatever. But that's, yeah. That's life, man. You know, I'd always crack up because all of a sudden like 
DJ and then the music would come up slowly raise and then someone would give somebody a life lesson you'd sit down with dad and it's like DJ yeah dad and he'd kind of explain life yep. like he had it all figured out can't find a fucking girlfriend this guy what did your he... wife dies and you're single for the rest of your life yeah and then DJ had to, I guess had to play a, play a, play an anorexic or whatever she yeah was. I remember that episode that was their very special episode they when she few, which wasn't yeah. eating. Yeah. Oh, another very special episode was like somebody got in a car accident or did somebody die? Somebody like drove off in the car or something. Someone died. It might have been Michelle like took off in the car. No, there was one episode where their friend like their friends were you know are you know young guys and uh, they're drinking and Dwayne carousing. Dwayne was the uh, was it the uh, carousing not carousing. Dwayne was uh, Kimmy Gilbert's boyfriend. Hmm. Whatever. So, on May 23rd, 1995, was a two-part series finale of Full House. Yeah, how did the series end? It was Michelle Rides Again, part one and two. And it aired in, uh, in May of 1995. Um, Michelle has been taking horseback riding lessons, and Stephanie is scheduled to play Juliet in the school production Romeo and Juliet. Of course, she gets the leading role. Yeah, well, why not? I mean, she's been acting for like a decade, so she has experience. At the stables, Michelle meets a girl named Elizabeth, whose mother, Morgan, is a rich snob who insults Danny by saying that he is the heir of stable help. I don't know what that means. Anyways, at some point, Michelle... But why would... Why, wouldn't she be impressed with him? He he probably makes a really good living. He's the um the anchor of a popular morning you know TV show in San Francisco, so he probably does all right. Yeah. Plus, that house is really expensive. It's like in prime real estate. Yeah. When Michelle and her horse, Old Peppermill, try to jump, he becomes spooked and throws her off. And in subsequent hard fall, she, she get, takes, knocks her out cold and leaves her unconscious. When Danny, Jesse, and Joey find her, Elizabeth, who is still on her horse... Her high horse. When she sees this, immediately hops off and also tends to Michelle, calling out her name and telling her to wake up. The four of them are still tending to her as, she, as a text saying, to be continued, appears. Then... In part two... So this is the final, final episode. Yeah. Okay. They have to... She has amnesia. Oh, please. And they have to what go... What is Gilgan's Island? They have to go through all the old episodes and remind her oh my God. of her life. What a shitty ending to a series. Like, I would always get annoyed at these episodes, you know, but they'd be in the middle of a, of a normal season where they would all sit down together and um, kind of reminisce. But come on, for a finale, for a series finale, you do this? Come on. Yep. Bullshit. And at the end, Michelle asks Jesse, as the inspirational music plays one last time, how out of it she was. And he speaks for the whole family when he explains that it was like a part of all of them was missing. They all hug her as well as each other as the music plays. Couldn't they just out, get the other twin? And the audience applauds as the EP credits appear for the last time. Yeah, that sucked. Wow. <laughs> uh, they, should end every, uh, they should end every series like that. They should have had Heisenberg fall off a horse. He gets what amnesia. <laughs> You've been selling drugs for the last... <laughs> what? Yeah, meth. Crazy enough. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you're not taking meth, but you're making it. I am? Remember that time you murdered that little boy so you didn't get caught? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, he was on that train. Yeah, you shot him. Shot him dead. <laughs> Remember when you <laughs> killed my brother? <laughs> yeah. Hank. Like I did. I don't remember this. <laughs> they do that for every show. Yeah. That's That'd good be good. Stuff. Yeah, I'd like it. Yep. 
So that's how it ended in 1995. Yeah. But then Fuller House came back. I don't know, for 2014 or something. Yeah, and I mean, it's. Still, I think it's all. It's over. Now, is I it think. over? Or is I it think still so. coming back? I don't know. Who who knows? It's shit though. It's all. It it's all that nostalgia. I did like looking at the uh, grown uh, DJ Kimmy and uh, Stephanie. Yeah, I mean, like you know, they're all attractive. It's, Stephanie seems like she'd be fun in real life. Oh, I bet she's, she's a party. Doing drugs. Remember, she hosted uh, the uh, the the dance. What was it called? Um, Pants off, dance off. Pants off, dance off. Oh, she was did the she? Host. I just said that. I don't yeah, know. she was the host of Pants off, dance off. No, I'm always taking off. She my always pants. had her pants on though. Mm, From bullshit. to me, this is just me. But the, the host of dance off, pants off should have no pants on. That's true. That's true. Anyway, hotshotwizkids.com. Watch some TV. <laughs> Inside you whisper Don't say how you're 